You'll let me tell you something, brother! Gonna tell your brother! Take this, brother. I've always dreamed about having a brother. Brother Michael. Number six for Colvin. My brother Anakin. Perhaps we're long lost brothers. We're brothers. We're the Colvin brothers. Tell your brother the stockyards are ours now. Colvin brothers on Z93. But Marge, I want to see my brother. So, what does your brother do to you? Mom always liked you best. Steven. I am your brother. The Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. <laughs> on Z93. It's family. family. Uncage the animals. 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 everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's time for the colvin brothers on z93 this week the theme for you guys is the animal show it's the animal show and uh, crocodile rock out of you know i always talk about uncle paul's album collection but our aunt lisa had a 45 collection in the early 70s and that's what i whenever we went to somebody's house i would always go through the records and she had uh, crocodile rock from elton john 
and Bad Bad Leroy Brown from uh, Jim Croce, and they got played successively at every family party, and I still do that to this day when I'm out DJing. Yeah, I remember when Rock was young. Speaking of uh, <laughs> The Rock... You know, Breckman and me are still watching the Young Rock on. Oh, NBC that, that's Channel still 4. on. It didn't get taken out. That didn't get taken out by uh, Masked Singer Five. That's all I ever see promos for. Because the only show I watch on broadcast TV is Family Guy. Yeah. So there's like 17 promos for that garbage. It's like nobody has ever gone broke underestimating the American public. But that just it disturbs me. But that that is considered quality primetime broadcasting. I don't know anybody that's watching Masked Singer, but I know a lot of people watching Young Rock. I mean, nine million people for the premiere, and now it's down to like five or four million. Mm. It's sticking around, kids. So get used to it. And getting back to Crocodile Rock, uh, it was alleged that Elton John and Bernie Taupin illegally incorporated chords from Speedy Gonzalez. Now, we're talking about the animal <laughs> show, but it later got dismissed in court. They all came to an agreement, so I guess that's, so. That's insane. I, 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 don't know if, I can't imagine how I've gone this far without ever hearing that tidbit. And Frank, our father, had all of those character glasses. I still have Tweety Bird, but do you remember all those I was thinking day? about those. Are you the one that ended up with that? I got Tweety Bird, but I don't know where the rest of them went. I, well, we still have to go through our sister Jennifer's stuff. Maybe she's got them in storage. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> and I was hoping that when Michael told me this was going to be the animal show, the first thing that popped to my head was, what does the fox say? Uh, Which uh, doesn't really fall into the Z93 playlist. I have a feeling that the fox is going to get blown up real good in a little while. And, uh, That's my new thing. Who let the dogs up? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing that since it came out. I'm keeping it alive with my kids. Your your daughter loves it, too. Uh, Bryce, she loves everything. Her, her favorite thing right now is, do you, are you familiar with the Ruddles? Do you know what the Ruddles are? It was no. a Monty Python-esque spoof of the Beatles. It was, a, it was a Saturday Night Live thing that came out in 1978. I watched it with our father when we lived in Virginia. It featured Neil Innes from the Bonzo Dog Band and Eric Idle from Monty Python, as well as Ricky Fattar, former Beach Boy. And I put uh, a, one of their videos on her Beatle video collection, and it's her favorite song right now, Cheese and Onions. She can sing the whole <laughs> damn thing. It's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. Our sister Carolyn would always play replay this scene from um, Mighty Poth on a Holy Grail, mm. the, the Killer Rabbit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, Which give, ties into the theme. Yeah, we, give my, oh, I get it. we can work that in. We get Christopher Nightmares, and, and <laughs> coincidentally, years later, he they dropped blew, the hutch on they, a rabbit. They, they blew him up, too. <laughs> <laughs> so our next song is uh, A Horse With No Name from America, and a lot of Karens out there mm. back in the day when you know Karen wasn't really a word. It only has been a word since the pandemic. That's when I heard about it. They were upset with all the references supposedly who involved drugs, heroin, and and uh, different things. I think acid was kind of mixed in there well, as the well. The other thing was people thought it was Neil Young, and if you listen to it, it really does sound like Neil. This is the Colvin Brothers, The Animal Show on Z93. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things. There was sand and hills and rain. The first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and
Animals are running the asylum. It was my understanding that everyone had heard. Heard what? Brian, don't! Well, a bird, bird, bird. The birds are well, well, a bird, bird, bird. The birds are well, well, a bird, bird, bird. With the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, the animal show, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. That song is great. <laughs> I think I'm over it, but at the boy, well, you're actually old enough to remember when this was, it was Rocky Three, right, was the theme? It was Rocky Three, and Sylvester Stallone was the man behind the Rocky movies. He wrote them, he directed them, and he actually asked Queen, can I use Another One Bites the Dust for my movie? They mm. said no. Stupid. So he went back and asked them, you know, Survivor, to do Eye of the Tiger, and it was on, I think it was on the same wavelength as far as being number one like uh, Another One Bites the Dust from Queen. Oh, it absolutely was. And uh, Survivor, nobody had ever heard of them before this came out, but Jim Paterik who was the, I don't know if he was the lead singer, but he was definitely the guy that wrote the tune and was in the band, uh, had already achieved fame years and years ago with the American Idol favorite, Vehicle. You know that one? I'm your vehicle, baby. American Idol favorite? Anyway you want to go. Yeah, the, I, I, I don't watch American Idol, but I know a lot of people that sing an American Idol will do that tune. Ah, yeah, Jimmy Ballad songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, the the guy that actually wrote the tune has, uh, has a, a pretty decent pedigree. But you know what? Survivor stuck around for about four or five years after that with some hits, so good for them. I'm looking forward to the Colvin 5. It's Animals this week. The Colvin 5. Are you ready for the Colvin 5? 5. 5. 5. On Z93. Yes, inspired by the musical theme, I said to Steve, I was like, why don't we see what happens if we ask for uh, favorite animal cartoon characters? And predictably, it blew up real good. Number five, this is going out to Woody. He's a Woody. And he knows who he is. It's our traffic guy, Woody, from New Hackensack Road. <laughs> <laughs> He's still stuck over there. Well, I can't believe there's a shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said Garfield, and Garfield... That's I, more your era. You, you talk about I this I love Garfield. One. There used to be these uh, comic books that mom used to purchase for us at the Scholastic events at the <laughs> elementary schools. That was that was early Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> we used to get those, and me and Carolyn and Christopher would read those. I would read those with my flashlight before I went to bed. Mm. And uh, one of Carolyn's best lines ever at Christmas 85, she got this figurine of Garfield, and everyone was like, Carolyn, you look so nice. You're so dressed up. And Dad's like, why don't you read what's on the figurine? And she's like... <laughs> Christmas is giving. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, it was Garfield. <laughs> and Garfield, a big fan of lasagna, which our cousin Kirsten's going to be making on Easter Sunday. You better make it, boy. Oh, I'm going to make some lasagna for you, some cocktails. <laughs> Number four, uh, this was a lock. Snoopy, Lynn Riccoboni, your neighborhood realtor, and Flair in Hyde Park. Aww. There's a few other ones. Uh, you can't go wrong with Snoopy, of, of course. And uh, I would have thrown in Woodstock as well, but uh, we'll, we'll just stick with that. I love Snoopy, but I don't love the obscure cartoons that they add on. To the traditional ones, if you're oh. watching Halloween or yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. What, what is up with that? Like, you just want to see the classic Charlie Brown yeah. from the '60s for the most part. They might, I think, '72 or '73 was the Thanksgiving one, Little Birdie. <laughs> but, but then, yeah, if you're not careful, then all of a sudden this this morality tale takes over. And it's like, what is this? Uh, that's what DVR is for. You just delete, delete. Pe- Peppermint Patty sounds like a girl. I don't like this. Uh, I'm a big fan of Franklin, though. Yes. Number three, Looney Tunes, Marty and Frisco. Andrea and Poughkeepsie, Taylor and Salt Point, and Amy and Pauling. I mean, Mel Blanc mm. is the king of the voices from back in the day, you know, going to when Dad was a kid, Bugs Bunny being the most familiar. And I didn't want to just, like, you know, single out Bugs Bunny, of course, probably being the king, but all of these people pick different favorites. So you got Daffy Duck in there. You got Michigan J. Frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. So, uh, yeah, Looney Tunes coming in at a very strong number three. And I'm very proud to say that since the age of one, Bryce has been a Bugs Bunny fan. Yeah, Bryce, you eat rice. Number two, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Where Are You? Marty Allen. Hey. Also Lone Star in Tejas. And you got to go with the original Scooby-Doo, yes. where, where there was always a crime mystery. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you kids. <laughs> I have uh, I have them on DVD. I play them for the kids, because the new ones are a little bit too cheesy. Yeah, of course. And once they started doing Scrappy-Doo, that was in the 80s or 90s. There was also Scooby-Dumb, which I think Marshall voted for. It's like, no, 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 Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But I like the originals, because uh, there was a song, Pretty Merry Sunshine. Uh, Jonathan Winters? Is that it? No, Maybe. somebody else. But look it up, folks. Google it because it's a song stuck in my head. Well, the thing I, I appreciated the most about it is that they would have guest stars, and it was a yeah, cartoon. Was the one. Yeah, so like Jonathan Winters was definitely one. Uh, Sonny Cher guested. The Harlem, the Harlem Globe Globetrotters. Globetrotters. Hey, Jinx! <laughs> you owe me a beer. Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby! Right. What's a big closer? The big closer. Oh, man. This is something that I watched as a kid. My daughter watches. My son watches. Frank in Whitehall. <laughs> you know, until that house is sold, it's still his house. Yes. Tom and Jerry. You can't do anything better than Tom and Jerry. And Raz will probably text us after this. Oh, there's a new movie oh, out. It's oh, really yeah. good. My niece is watching. It's her birthday. Uh, HBO Max. Uh, but uh, Tom. 
Tom and Jerry went through a lot of different incarnations. My favorite, I don't even know if they show these on TV anymore. You probably have to go to YouTube or even on the DVDs. Was they were almost like, um, it was during the jazz era of the 40s. Is you is? Yes. Or is you ain't my We watched baby. that one. Cartoon oh, Network. Yeah, okay, so they still do show yeah, yeah. that. That stuff is or great. Or Boomerang, one of those channels. Yeah, that, those are my favorites. Yes. So a solid, very solid animal cartoon characters this week. Join us every week for the topic, folks. It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. Monkeys who live in their dark tents Down by the water 
on Z93 doing a spotlight on animals this week. This song, although Ian Anderson thought it was a little bit too commercial, it was. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs, Bungle in the Jungle, and I go back to the year 1998. Uh, if you remember, my buddy Greg Best was working with us at the radio station. Who's better? Who's best? <laughs> and it was my graduation from college, and we had the big party in the backyard at Gold Road, mm. and it was just uh, a mix that we played. I think I probably provided it, because you were coming from a job, probably. I'm sure I was gigging, because and, I could back then. I'm going to again. Yes, and anytime Bungle in the Jungle came on, it was just our song. <laughs> we just did this silly dance, and uh, it's something that I'll always remember, and I love it. I'm so happy it's on the show this week. Ian Anderson and I share a birthday and I, I it brings me great pleasure to say that he actually knows me um we had worked together he, he would come to poughkeepsie quite a bit either with or without jethro tull and he did a special solo show at the bardavon i want to say in like 2002 where me and my old partner mark cooper were shared a stage with him we we're like sitting on a couch i remember this yeah and he guilted me into performing a drum solo i'm not kidding at the bardavon I, i've got audio of this but I subsequently got fired, and sometime later, when he saw Mark Cooper again, he's like, oh, how's Mikey? You know, and I've always felt <laughs> like that really makes me feel good. So I, I love Toll anyway, but that just gives them another notch in my belt. I want to hear that drum solo, so we're going to have to hold you to it. Uh, you know what? Here it is. Prior to this, the only thing he's ever played is, is, is a CD. But we, I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. That's going to be good. Wow. Ah, very nice. Yeah, 20 seconds I'm never going to get back. A little ta-ta, Terry, 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 ta-ta, Terry, Terry. Kind of sounds like the tree that (laughs) fell in my yard the other day. Well, this is your fault. Last week when we were on the show, you were all about, oh, we got the warm weather. I said, watch out for the Ides of March, Michael. Yeah, well, the bottom line is that uh, my property is surrounded on three sides by woods. Yes, by both of us. Yeah, and there's one section where it's very marshy, and usually... You lose a tree a year, but they always go in the other direction. This year, Zazook, right on my fence. There's a nice big V. And it's not the end of the, like, it could have done so much more damage. It could have, like, taken out half my deck and only took out part of a pergola. But the bottom line is, you know, I've got two black labs, including little Dixie, 
who's half a beagle, and she could have very easily just jumped off into Never Netherland because you can see 44 from my property, so that would have been the end of that. So fortunately, neighbor extraordinary, shout him out all the time, love this guy, Mike Donaldson. I, I texted him the next morning, and I, I was like, hey, is there a chance you're available today? He's like, sure, what you got? He shows up like, I'm not even dressed yet. He's got his chainsaw running on my front porch. I'm like, all right, all right. So yeah, he totally took care of the whole tree for me, and um, my boy Josh Laird, an old intern of mine at Adams Fences, is taking care of, uh, we're going to put a gate in, going to yeah. have an extra gate. I like gates. Well, you're very lucky, because his dad would say, when I was trying to cut down some trees in Connecticut, mm. let somebody else do it. You'll cut your legs off. Yeah, yeah. Even Bryce <laughs> is saying that to me now. Like, she'll actually come out to me like, Daddy, be careful. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Daddy, be careful. <laughs> I just got a text message. Oh. It seems that Woody is back with another traffic report. Traffic and weather, like traffic and weather. Who shot JR? You've been waiting all year to find out. Grab the TV guide next time you're at Grand Union to check your local listings for the return of Dallas. And now, your traffic report. I've been driving in circles around East Fishkill, and it seems pretty peaceful for this time of night. Crap! Sign says I'm leaving the IBM campus. That explains it. Back to you guys. Aw, man, no spoilers, Woody. Who shot JR? I don't even know who shot Jr. Um, you were what, like two at the time? It was seventy nine. I think it was a cousin of Jr. Right? Uh, it was Charlene Tilton. I don't know what her character was, okay. but yeah, she got a lot of press. She, I, I want to say, she ended up marrying Johnny Lee, who was the guy that sang "Looking for Love" in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, that, that, so it's like there's this like whole web of trivia you can get through. But um, yeah, so I don't even know why he did that. <laughs> and I and I totally get getting lost in the old IBM by John Jay. In, oh yeah, in Fishkill. Yeah, he's new to the area. He's from Strong. Pennsylvania. The guy doesn't really go out of his comfort zone, so uh, you know it's okay. You got lost, Woody. I'm glad you brought that up. My first day at John Jay, I can't remember the class that I was in, but you could look out the window and you could see the IBM, and they had just built the newer one, which is you know on, on the other side. So we're surrounded by IBM, and the the instructor says this was 1984. He says, he says "You see that building out there?" And we're like, "Yeah, it's IBM." He's like, "Yeah, the Russians have missiles trained on it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the ending to Spies Like Us. Yes, the future home of Amazon, though, if they drop the news last week. All right, Bryce is upset that we don't get to a lot of Beatles on this show, so I figure with animals we do uh, one of her favorites. What do we got, Bryce? Hey, Bulldog by the Beatles. And what album is it on? From Del Marine on Z93.
Uncaged the Animals. The animals in the zoo. With the Colvin Brothers on Z93. On Z93. On Z93. Brothers on Z93, The Animal Show, and The Kinks Ape Man, and I think of the 1986 movie. Robin Williams was in a movie called Club Paradise, and it had the whole cast from SCTV in it, including oh. Eugene Levy, bro. Oh, I love Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a tie-in for bro, right? Well, yeah, but we just played Ape Man. Of course, uh, Greg O'Brien famously has seen The Kinks 56 times. Would have seen them more, but they stopped touring. I had the pleasure of seeing Ray Davies, I want to say at the Highline Theater or someplace in, uh, in Manhattan, and I, I was able to yell from across the street, Ray, I love you. All right, so Michael, this week we're doing the animal show, so I started thinking about animals, and with the Colvin households, you know, this goes to your household, my household, Jennifer, Carolyn, Christopher, and of course Frank and Jude. Lots of animals have been in our life. Uh, and a lot of them are buried in Gold Road. So now we're <laughs> going to play a game uh-huh. that they do at Dutchess Stadium, and, they, and I've also done it at Quinnipiac University. It's called Tip of the Tongue. Okay. So basically me and you are going to go back and forth. You can't hesitate at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, if we're going to do a cartoon characters, I would say He-Man, you would say... Skeletor. So you already hesitated, so you lose. Oh, okay. So you got to be really quick with it. It's oh. called Tip of the Tongue. Okay. And we're going to be doing 
animals that were at all the Coleman households. Oh, jeez. Are you ready? Sure. Yankee. Mm. Bang. <laughs> We'll do best out of three. Okay. You got you alone have like 16 cats you can mention. Currently. All right, here we go. Yankee. Ringo. Mm. All right, so I got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so new ones. Mikey. Zilch. Oliver. Mm. <laughs> so it's so quick. It goes back and forth. We can do best of five because it's going fine. way too this quick. Is fine. Shauna. Mm. I was gonna do Shauna. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> Give me one. Pants. Mm. Who was Pants? Pants was mom's squirrel. <laughs> Peak skill. All right, Kitty. <laughs> That was the black cat that we yeah. never named. <laughs> they lived for like 20 years. <laughs> Duchess. Leela. Falcon. Uh, Mikey. Do you already use Mikey? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One more round. This is bizarre. Pugger. Zilch. Micho. <laughs> All right, folks. That's tip of the tongue. Uh, Michael, if, if, if he was doing this, I did this, I did this game in front of 6,000 fans for Yell versus Quinnipiac. It was awesome. Uh, and we were going back and forth, and we were doing like different baseball teams, different I just football don't think, teams. I don't think that fast. I'm uh, sorry. I never have. It's a lot of fun. We'll bring tip of the tongue back for another night. So we had a lot of cats in there. And speaking of cats. <laughs> There's this chick I know, <laughs> Esmeralda in uh, Ellenville, and she has four cats. And this is the straight cat strut for her by the straight cats. I was going to send it out to Mr. Whiskers, but you could do that too. But that works fine. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Z93. Oh man, I'm f***ed. It's tough being a squirrel. Look at this traffic. Why couldn't I be born a house cat or something? Oh man, what am I going to do? 
is so small, I can't decide. I'm standing right here by the road. Should I stay or should I go? My pal Rocky pondered that. Then some Chevy made him flat. Say that we are stressed Try having good year on your chest I spend my life out on a limb Just once a year that I get trim Now you see how my life blows And when it ends I'm food for crows Should I stay or should I go now? Intersections bugging me. You better stop, look and listen. I got to find myself a tree. Cross at the green, not in between. If we could get a crossing guard, we think that OJ Simpson's guilty. My brains won't end up in your yard. I think we need to take a road. Oh God, I hope I'm not too slow. On your mark, get set and go. <laughs> Animals are running the asylum. Who let the dogs out? With the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, the animal show. Duran Duran, hungry like a wolf. For my boy Izzy, there's no is without the sizz. No, there is not. Also want to send that out to Mr. Disco, who's very excited to hear that we're going to be doing karaoke again at Mahoney starting on April 2nd. I just oh. don't know the time. New yet. rules. Are that, we'll, new rules. Maybe we'll get some new photos of yeah. Lewis Chu singing some Huey Lewis for our Facebook page. All I know is that every time somebody accuses Cuomo of something, he lets me have more work. Who died today? So this day in 2017, at the age of 87, American TV game show producer and host of The Gong Show, Chuck Barris, passed away. Very interesting guy. I had the pleasure of interviewing him probably 20, 25 years ago. And uh, I watched The Gong Show with Aunt Lisa in its heyday. To this day, we still like do this impersonation of this, this frogman dance that, that got gonged. But Sam Rockwell played uh, Chuck in the movie. George Clooney played the role of Jim Bird. He was the CIA contact. Okay, I knew he had um, some kind of role in it. Yeah, it was called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Uh, if you have never, uh, anybody out there that hasn't seen it yet, it's worth seeking out. I know Cousin Alan probably saw it. It's all added to the queue. He also created the dating game and the newlywed game. Which are iconic in their own right. I I, I think there's new versions of it, but you've got to go back to the ones with like Bob Eubanks and, and, and those dudes. Yeah, I remember the game show Network. We used to watch it in the 80s, you know, if we weren't watching The Price is Right. And there was a... <laughs> It was the unknown comic that would come out on the gong show with sure. the paper bag, yep. his eyes and his nose and his mouth were cut out. And Mets fans, when the Mets sucked for a long time, because let's face it, folks, they haven't won anything since 1986, oh. even though Raz will have a hobby <laughs> puppy. But uh, there used to be Mets fans that would show up on opening day as the unknown comics, yes, basically, with paper bags. I remember that very well. There was a lot of wild things that, that started out on the gong show, and there's some people whose careers were launched from it as well. But I think my favorite thing about it was the panel, because Jamie Farr from MASH, who played Klinger, J.P. Morgan, and the third chair was the one that rotated. You'd get Charles Nelson Riley one week or Phyllis Diller another. Oh, Phyllis but, Diller. Yes. <laughs> Scooby-Doo also. We can go back to that second break. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Chuck Barris, a very interesting man. Seek out his autobiography. And if you're a movie fan, maybe you skipped the gong show of the movie back in 1980. Chuck Barris wrote it and he starred in it. Uh, Don't do gonna, it, folks. Not going to. We got one more song, and it's John Tobin's favorite song of all time. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, a former partner of ours, John Tobin, famously took this was in the day like now everything that you hear is is in a, a hard drive like you know, like an iPod like a giant mainframe with all the music so we don't have physical records or CDs so this goes back a ways and what John did he hated this song so much that he actually took the compact disc of surrealistic pillow and snapped <laughs> it on the air why did he hate it so much it's such a creepy fun short Cause song because he's, he's John why did you know, John, John hates John hates Brett Gardner he just, who, who can explain John Tobin I know that's why I keep Posting it on the hot stove. He's not listening right now, anyways. But <laughs> no, no, he doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge our show. If you have a Brett Gardner post, you want to put. <laughs> Although he did, he did contribute to the five this week. You see that? Yeah. Who he, did he, he put? Wrote, uh, Heckle and Jekyll, which I knew he was going to do. All right, there you go. Michael talks about music. I talk about movies. If you're brand new to the show, that's kind of what we do here on the Colvin Brothers on Z93. And there's a scene in the movie called The Game by Michael Douglas. Yes. 1997. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. Very creepy scene, and playing in the background is Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit. So good. You can Google it if you don't want to watch the movie. So here comes Grace Slick's biggest moment, at least until we built this city. I love it. It's a classic. The Colvin brothers got to get out of here because next week we got to prep for a big show. It's the baseball show. Me and Michael are diehards. We've got a lot of guests lined up to join us in the studio. This is a show you're not going to want to miss. Yeah, you're going to have the opportunity to hit the repeat button on the podcast when it gets posted. But uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to miss it. We're throwing everything that we got into it, including Vito Petrosito and the Yankee song. It's going to be hash round comedy. We're the Colvin brothers on Z90. One pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small, and the ones that mother gives you don't do anything at all. Go ask Alice when she's ten feet tall, and if you go. Chasing rabbits And you know you're going to fall Tell them a hooker Smoking caterpillar Has given you the call Call Alice When she was just small
Colvin Brothers Podcast. Think what it would mean if I could talk to the animals. It's family. Wow.